God is good, and all the time, let's give him one more hand clap of praise today. (laughs) Hallelujah, praise the Lord. It's good to be in the house of the Lord uh, today, and uh, you better enjoy the day, because here tell what the weather people are saying, uh, the sunshine's not going to last too long. Uh, and uh, we're going to be in for some soggy, soggy days, amen. But we've got a beautiful day today to be out and worship the Lord, amen. We are going to get started um, in the message right now. Um, we're going to read a short uh, passage of Scripture uh, found in First Thessalonians, uh, chapter 5 and verse 18. I remember um, years ago, uh, we um, uh, used to have the, the small ones or little ones uh, come out after Sunday school class, and uh, they would um, uh, do their uh, memory verse that they had for that day, and also then they would sing songs. Does anybody here remember that? Had that, and then uh, uh, used to have the penny march uh, that we did uh, for for many years. And this this verse that we're going to read today, uh, they used to uh, uh, do this as one of the songs that they used to sing. And brought it back, all that back to my memory when um, uh, I got this out. First Thessalonians. Uh, chapter 5 and verse 18 for our text. We want to welcome those who may be watching by the uh, live stream today. Um, We're glad that you are tuning in uh, also with us. This is what the scripture reads like. In everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. And, uh, you know, like I said, the small ones used to sing that chorus. In everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God. Amen. In everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. I want to read it one more time, uh, and uh, we're going to read it in the NSV version, another version of Scripture, English Standard Version. Look at what it says. Give thanks in all circumstances. Give thanks in all circumstances. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Let us pray. Lord, as we come today, we thank you and we praise you for this time that you've given us to be able to come together as a body to worship you in spirit and in truth. We thank you, Lord, for everything that's uh, been accomplished before now. And we ask, Lord, that you would take us through this time as we get into your word. Speak to our hearts today. Encourage each and every one. And we give you the praise and the glory in Jesus' name that the church say. God bless you. You can be seated. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. In everything, give thanks. Or give thanks in all circumstances. 
With that verse in mind, I want to speak to you today on a subject titled, Thankfulness Through Circumstance. Thankfulness Through Circumstance. And although it's hard, at least for me to believe, and I think some about everybody else because I've heard other people make the same comment as well, it's hard to believe that Thanksgiving season is here again. I mean, Lord, it seems like it just uh, comes around sooner every every year. Um, and But it's here again, and we're in the midst of the Thanksgiving season, which, by the way, I don't, uh, I don't mind saying, and I'm proud to say it, but Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday. Hallelujah. Uh, it seems like that people, uh, they, uh, they want to skip over Thanksgiving and go right into Christmas. You know, and uh, uh, Ronnie mentioned it a while ago, you know, every year they get uh, uh, early and early uh, with uh, uh, Christmas things and everything. But uh, uh, especially as believers and a part of the body of Christ, we need to focus on thankfulness and being, having gratitude in our heart. And, and I will say this, and I believe everybody will agree to, uh, uh, agree to this, that thanksgiving should be uh, in season at all times of the year. Amen. Thanksgiving should be in season at all times uh, of the year. Amen. Not just one a day a year. Yet, sometimes the circumstances of our lives are not always the best. In fact, they may be downright bad and feeling thankful is difficult through circumstances. Amen. Uh, we have circumstances come. We have uh, uh, bad days that, that hit us. And uh, uh, maybe for some, uh, uh, being thankful and feeling thankful is kind of uh, hard, amen, to do. But I would like to submit to you that if you got a truly grateful heart, if you if you if you got gratefulness in your heart, uh, if you got that grateful heart, it's not measured in the good times when all is going well. Hallelujah. Being being grateful, Amen. Whatever kind of grateful heart that you have. It's not measured when things are going good. You cannot judge whether or not you're thankful by what you're feeling when things are going well. Amen. Uh, so a grateful heart is not measured in the good times. But a person's thankfulness and gratitude is measured during the losses we encounter and when life becomes more of a struggle. Hallelujah. Amen. That is when you can really measure how grateful a person is and how thankful, amen, a person is. Amen. Uh, 
I, I may have mentioned this uh, before, but um, I've got I've got plenty of those these days that I could I could relate to. But I remember uh, one time many years ago uh, uh, that uh, when we had this old uh, uh, vehicle. I mean, it was a, it was a clunker. Something was always going wrong with it, and. Uh, it was a uh, 1971 model Plymouth Duster, uh, is uh, is what it was, and I went to work one. I was at work one day, and uh, Darlene had to do run some errands, so she piled all three of the kids uh, in that car to run uh, errands, and she headed off down Clarksville Highway toward Nashville, <laughs> and as she was going down. Uh, Germantown Hill, she noticed uh, the left front wheels started wobbling really bad. And she got, got down the hill and went on where she could pull off. She turned off the main road and went to the side of the road. And uh, that was before the disc brakes come out. That car still had the, uh, uh, the brake drums, the old-fashioned uh, uh, brake drums. And she found out that all the studs had broken off of that left front wheel, but two. There was just two left on it. And uh, so she took the kids out, out of the car and started, uh, started walking. And I believe some, some, some man stopped and picked them up uh, and uh, took them to, uh, to a phone booth where they could call for help. Now, for all of y'all people who don't know what a phone booth is, <coughs> uh, you don't have them no more. Uh, there is a big problem with homeless homelessness today, and Superman is one of them homeless people. Thanks to your cell phone. Hallelujah. Amen. He's a homeless fella. And you, maybe that didn't go over your head there. But uh, uh, this fellow took her to a store that had a phone booth out beside it, and uh, she called Brother Hale. And he came and uh, picked them up and carried them to the house. Well, those back in those days was very lean days. Amen. Uh, you could uh, very, uh, you know, seldom find where I had any money. It took everything. I mean, we had, you know, the, we, we did definitely live paycheck uh, to paycheck. So I didn't have money to call a wrecker. And uh, so I, I knew I was going to have to fix that car on the side of the road, jack it up and fix it. I didn't have the money to buy a new, a new uh, brake drum. So uh, I, I dug in my toolbox and I found... Uh, just a, a, an undersized punch that I had, and I got a ball peen hammer, and out there on the side of the road, I was uh, those broken off studs. I was uh, driving uh, the pieces out of that brake drum, and, uh, and and got some new studs and hammered them back in and uh, mashing my fingers and doing everything you could think of. Now, I wasn't having a good day, to say the least. Amen. I wasn't feeling very well at all because of all of that that I was going through. Plus, I'd already put in 
you know, a, a day's work at sta- State Industries uh, and that hot place. And uh, uh, so I, I, my day wasn't going very well. But I found out something. It was hard for me. I, I, didn't, I, I didn't sit there on the side of the road while I was going through all of that and start uh, cursing or complaining uh, and, uh, uh, to God. Uh, because what I was having to go through with and, and all that, because of this, I be, it began to come into my mind and my this experience. Uh, amen. I did not complain because of the bad circumstances that was going on that day because I knew that we were blessed. In fact, that's the only thing I could think about the whole time I was working on that old piece of junk car. How blessed we was. We were blessed that that wheel didn't come off the car while Darlene was going down Germantown Road about um, uh, 55 or 60 mile an hour. We were blessed that the other two studs held when others had already, all the rest of them had already broke. We were blessed that they helped. Amen. We were blessed that somebody came by to pick her up, amen, and take her to where she needed to go to call for some help. Hallelujah. Amen. And so what I'm saying today, amen, they were all safe, all that was gone. And even in the circumstances, amen, I realized I was still blessed. Hallelujah. And I was thankful through the circumstance. Hallelujah. I think we ought to give God a hand clap of praise right there. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> and I don't care what kind of situation you might find yourself in and what you're going through. If you will take the time to take a deep breath, no matter what you go through, there's always a blessing in every trial of your life. Hallelujah. There's always a blessing there. God always gives a blessing. I was reading an article one time several years ago uh, by a man by the name of Dale Robbins. And, and um, uh, he, um, he, he was a doctor, a matter, matter of fact, and he overseed uh, uh, a, um, uh, a, a network called the Living Victorious Network. And this is, this is what he wrote in an article. Listen to this close. He said, I used to think people complained because they had a lot of problems. But I have come to realize that they have problems because they complain. Wow. Is not that a profound statement? He said, I used to think people complained because they had problems. He said, but I have learned that they got problems because they complain. Complaining, he said, doesn't change anything or make situations any better. It amplifies frustration, spreads discontent and discord, and can invoke an invitation for the devil to cause havoc with our lives. Hallelujah. We need to maintain a grateful 
attitude and spirit in our heart at all times. In everything, give thanks. Praise the Lord. Give thanks under all circumstances. Thankfulness through circumstance. Simply put, if you live with an old grumpy, pessimistic, complaining attitude, you will live the most miserable life in existence. That's the truth anyhow. It's better to live as the old adage I'm sure you have heard, that when life gives you lemons, make lemonade. Hallelujah. Allow thankfulness and gratitude to supersede any and all circumstances in your life. A positive, thankful person is a great witness in this dark world. What kind of, have you ever stopped and thought about it? Amen. What kind of witness you are for Christ when you're walking around and going through life grumbling and mumbling and complaining all the time? Hallelujah. You're not being a good witness. The great witness for God, amen, and for the churches is when you're going through troubles and you're going through trials, the people, amen, who's around you and sees you and watch your life and watch your reaction, amen, gives better witness, amen, that you are a child of God and that makes a difference in your life. Instead of looking at the negative in our lives and complaining, we must look at and for the positive have thankfulness through the circumstances. Let me ask you a question. Everybody came to church today in a vehicle of some sort, and for that vehicle to start, all those vehicles has got a battery. And in that battery, there's a positive and there's a negative post. And it takes the negative to make the positive work. Amen. You say, well, you can't just say, well, I'm just going to disconnect that positive wire and just forget that. I don't need it because, you know, it's negative. It's not got no power there. Well, you disconnect it and get rid of it, and you'll find out how much power you got. Hallelujah. It's got to be there. It has to, there's a point. I'm reminded of a scripture in Philippians chapter 2, verses 14 through 16. Let's see what it says. Do all things without complaining and disputing, that you may become blameless and harmless children of God without fault in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation among whom you shine as lights in the world. Remember what I talk about, about being, uh, being a witness? <coughs> Holding fast the word of life so that I may rejoice in the day of Christ that I have not run in vain or labored in vain. Hallelujah. Amen. So, Keeping that attitude and of thankfulness and gratitude is the best way for you to be a witness to the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, I'm not going to hold you real long today, but I, I want to focus on two ways that we can maintain gratitude and have thankfulness through circumstances. And number one, I want to talk about maintaining gratitude by remembrance of the past good that we've had in our life. That is a good way 
to maintain uh, gratitude. You know, I think about the course of that song. When I think of the goodness of Jesus. And all that he's done for me. My soul cries out, hallelujah. Amen. When you're down and when you're uh, discouraged and going through, start thinking about the good things that God has done in the past. If he got you through that, he'll get you through this. There's no better testimony than testimony of Job. And let's go to Job chapter 2 and verse 7 through 10. Let's read it. So Satan went out from the presence of the Lord and struck Job with painful bulls from the sole of his foot to the crown of his head. And he took for himself a potsherd with which to scrape himself while he sat in the midst of ashes. Then his wife said to him, Do you still hold fast to your integrity? Curse God and die. And he said to her, You speak as one of the foolish women speaks. Shall we indeed accept good from God, and shall we not accept adversity? things that God had blessed him with. And when his wife said, why don't, you, why don't you just curse God and die? I mean, everything's gone. We've lost it all. Amen. He said, you speak of somebody foolish. Amen. He said, we accept the good things from God, and shall we do that and not accept the adversity? And all this, the Bible says that Job did not sin with his lips. Glory. You know what that... That makes me think. The Bible said Job didn't sin with his lips. That means if you go around complaining, you better be careful. You may be sinning. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. On this Thanksgiving Day, there's going to be thousands facing adversity, which could make them bitter, angry, or even envious toward those who have more and are doing better than they. There will be many who, like Job's wife, will forget the good days because of the evil days they were enduring. But when an attitude of gratitude rules in your heart, it will supersede the present circumstances of the long, dark night and allow you to remember all the good God has done in your life. I've said this a lot down through the years. And I still say it, and I still feel it true in my life, that if God never does another thing for me, even never answers another prayer I pray, I don't have anything, there's not nothing I can hold against him. Hallelujah. The greatest thing is our salvation. The greatest thing, like the song we sung a while ago, amen, beside all the blessings that we have in life, we got a home in the sky, folks. We got a place that we're going to go to. Hallelujah. Amen. We got a place that God has got prepared for us. Amen. And that's salvation. Amen. We don't have no reason to complain. We don't have no reason to doubt God for anything. Hallelujah. That's one of the ways that we need, we can, uh, if we focus on that, we can 
uh, we can have thankfulness to the circumstances by um, maintaining gratitude by remembering the past. And then also, likewise, maintaining gratitude by looking ahead. Have gratitude by looking ahead. What, what do we do there? How, how do we do that? <clears throat> Second Corinthians chapter 4, verses 16 through 18. Therefore, we do not lose heart, even though our outward man is perishing. Yet the inward man is being renewed day by day. For our light affliction, notice how Paul says this light affliction, which is but for a moment, is working for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. While we do not look at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen, oh glory to God. For the things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Now, folks, it could be easy to lose heart. It could be easy to lose heart. As the Bible says, he said, even though our outward man is perishing, I'm going to tell you what, I can, I can sense more, some days more than others how this old body of mine is perishing. How it, you know, it, it's getting older and, uh, and all those things. And on the way to church this morning, Sister Darling, I, she brought up something that, uh, about something that occurred 20, 20 years ago. And it made me, made me think back. And I thought about back then. And I thought, wow, how much I have changed just physically in my body in the past 20 years. Amen. I'm, uh, I've, I've, I've got pains and I've got aches and all that stuff now that I didn't even think about back then, 20 years ago. Amen. I know that this outward body is perishing, but I can look ahead and be thankful. I can look ahead and have gratitude in my heart for what God is preparing for me, a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. And when you do that, <clears throat> you don't look at the things that you can see with your eyes. Because everything you can see with your eyes is temporary. One day this beautiful sanctuary is going to be no more. Amen. It's going to be no more. And everything around us is going to be no more. That's why we got to look at the eternal. Can you say amen? Sometimes <clears throat> it's difficult to look at the end of the battle when the enemy is attacking you from every side. Even though we know heaven is a place of no sorrow, sickness, pain, we often want to give up when we see the body of a loved one slowly wasting away. We can't see the inner man getting stronger because the outward man is fading, like the Scripture said. We can't see that that inner man. Um, that I just thought about a, a song. Sister Darlene and I used to sing years ago, and as a matter of fact, we put it on a, uh, on a record, the only, only record we ever made, one of them, one of them 45s, and 
uh, and the song went something like uh, that, um, that I know my limbs will grow old and weary by and by, and vision's going to fade away from these aging eyes. And yes, this old body is going to lay down and die, but no, 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 not I. I'll never die. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. That's what I'm looking forward to. That's what I'm focusing on. That's what I'm thinking about. Hallelujah. Because one day the pains of this life will be no more. And we, my friends, amen, can maintain an attitude of gratitude, thankfulness through the circumstances and coming this week. Amen. As we think more and more about Thanksgiving, pray that God, amen, will help us to do this and always be thankful. Amen. And maintain that gratitude within us because, folks, we got something to praise God about. We got something to praise God about. Everybody stand together. Hallelujah.